Hi, Gemstones, and welcome back to Takes All Over the Place. Hope your holiday season was delightful, restorative, and that all your New Year's wishes were or will be granted. One's coming true right now because we're back, baby. And we're ready to dive into weeks worth of undiscussed content. It's a reunion for the ages. We're talking Yellow Jackets, Station Eleven, shows that aren't about societal collapse, which <laughs> may or may not include Drag Race. And we're staying out of the ICU by staying home and watching the MCU. That's right, Julie got us, girls. A, B, C, D, E, F. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> That was perfect. Amazing. I don't think that's scandalous. I think that's just like I know you don't, but you're wrong, so it's really <laughs> fun. So what's that new song you're talking about? Okay, so it's not new, as it's already been made very clear to me by resident pessimist and destroyer of dreams, not one of the Hindu goddesses, Julie herself, um, that the song ABCDEFU by Gail is absolutely phenomenal. There's Shakespeare, there's Proust, there's Gail. Let me spell it out for you. Then she starts using letters. Oh my gosh, magic. You know why I know that song? Because of ridiculous reels with animals. Like, they've been in my reels videos forever. Animals are the gateway drug to happiness. Are they? Because I really do. I'm like, oh, I'm listening in a meeting and I'm like, I wonder if Gaston's put up any posts yet today about what's going on with him. I mean, the bummer is when they die. And so oh my I God, it's awful. It's like the rule of three is yes. to insta dogs as well. Well, thankfully, Maggie the Wonder Dog, Mermags, who's a blind dog, got sick, really, really sick, but she did not die. Thank God she got deathly ill but didn't die. What a dream. So do you guys follow Safe in Austin? No. So it's like an animal rescue. So she has like, I don't know, 200 rescue animals, and she rescues special needs animals and then pairs them up with special needs kids. Some special Aww. needs animals, some special needs kids, and they you just it's just amazing, right? So she does all this great, amazing healing work with animals and children. And has a child of her own who's on the spectrum, and they didn't even know how far he could come out of his shell until they got him this giant fluffy dog. So she was on this season of Queer Eye, which was very interesting. Which one did she replace? Anthony? He doesn't bring much <laughs> to the table. I can see him just shoehorning out. So I watched all of season six in a night by only watching the JVN and uh, Bobby parts. Because I would like to I say my literally influence over stand. you is powerful and a delight to take part in. What's that? Where you just watch select parts of TV shows. I like to think that's me. I think that's, that's me, my doing. It's it me is. doing. I was going to try and work on an Anthony impression because he has some sort of speech something. It's not an impediment. It's not a lisp, but it's a something. It's an right? Just call an him gay. It's so much it's faster. Not a just gay call him gay. <laughs> just come on. He's like, I would, I'd really like to invite your entire family how to make a, a bowl of chips and salsa all together. So we're going to take our hands and open this jar. And then we'll find a bowl and put it in there. And you're just that like, That sounds oh. like Anna Gasteyer <laughs> Fine. on the radio yes. show. Oh, it does. Delicious dish. Sweaty balls. <laughs> but he's just like, he has no skills of any kind. He's super gorgeous. I love him to death. That's his skill. Literally, he's like, I think if you guys could learn to make avocado toast, I'm like, you can go away. And you can take Karamo with you. <laughs> but 
JVN is like living his full non-binary fantasy in these horrible tube dresses. His hair looks <laughs> awful. It's the best. But anyway, they go to safe in Austin and she is overwhelmed as you can imagine. And uh, they build her a barn and they change. It's a really, it's a really good episode. I highly recommend queer eye if you can handle. And I just recommend people. gay people in general, <laughs> you know? Is that true? Does that include like Milo Yiannopoulos? Like just because you're gay doesn't mean you're great. She's a ruiner of lives. She's a life ruiner. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of gay stuff, The Gay Agenda is a new podcast by the lesbians from Yellow Jackets. Oh, my goodness. Thaisa and uh, Van. Young or old? The actresses host Young. Oh, cute. Because we don't know if there's an old Van. Are they actual homosexuals in real life? Honestly, I don't know. I just I would assume so if they're hosting a gay agenda podcast, but maybe not. Maybe they're co-opting it. Van, what? I know the actress or the actor. You who do. Plays. You know her. I you know, know her personally. We're great <laughs> friends. I just don't understand. Is this three weeks of not being able to come at me? <laughs> it's all coming out in the first ten. Minutes. It's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. I know that Van is queer. There are moments of gold and is non-binary. <laughs> So I know that they are at least queer. I don't know about oh. Thaisa. I don't know much about that actor. We'll have to check that out. Speaking of which, are we all caught up on Yellow Jackets? Well, before we dive into that, because amazing, let's talk about <laughs> your year so far. It's basically been filled with television I can't talk about because we took a break. <laughs> how about your year? Well, you know how in 2016 it was Kylie Jenner's year of realizing stuff? 2022 so far, I have to keep reminding myself that it's not still 2020, has been my year of finishing stuff. So I know my inability to reach completion, no apologies for the phrasing, with beloved series has been a point of contention in our little pod family. But so far in 2022, I've finished Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Superstore, and Shit's Creek, baby! Oh my god! And magic. So beautiful, so wonderful, so heartfelt, just like the other seasons. Yeah, I had only previously gotten past the first four, and I was like, this can't end. This is the only thing that could ever potentially give me joy. So I'm just gonna save it. So at least I'll always have something to look forward to. Uh, but I watched it and I have no regrets. So you just saw the wedding. Yes. Oh, love how you're excited immediately. When they see the house, when they see the house. Yeah, that's the only thing that happened this season, and it was beautiful. It's like you've already won. Well, now that you, I only watch the YouTube compilation of the love of David and Patrick. That's all I see. (laughs) It is so satisfying. I know my compilations now are Shit's Creek and K-pop. So remind me what else happened that was great in the last season, since I obviously have mushed them in my brain. Well, we had the crowing premiere, and then Alexis's like <laughs> failure to release the crows turned out to be a boon for Moira. <laughs> and we had Stevie come back into the fold, and we obviously had the wedding where Moira was dressed as the Pope, and that was super touching. So, a lot of beauty in the world. And the happy ending, mm-hmm. and the Mariah Carey song. Oh, the best. I mean, it's just the best. And Superstore is really great, too. What is your aversion to Superstore? I tried to watch it. How hard? I don't want to like go you tried to Walmart. To watch Buffy? I certainly don't want to watch people who work at Walmart. Like I- okay, I watched it and it was hella triggering when Amy, played by America Ferreira, became store manager. And I was like, this is my life. But I still watched it. I powered through those seasons. 
All six of them. <laughs> Yay. Okay, cool. Well, then let's go into Yellow Jackets because this has been. Oh, is, we is were, it okay if we talk about it now? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking around for who she must be talking to. It wasn't because like you wanted could to talk about your actual be. life. Oh, I was trying to tell Emma earlier that I, on Thursday of this past week, I had to teach more dance than I've ever taught in my life. And instead of teaching the kids like something mellow, I did this like super fast call and response yoga. So I taught like. Our, our high energy dance class in the morning yeah. after doing our yoga with Adrian move and then three <laughs> solid hours of yoga, like fast yoga. And then our high energy dance class again. And I would eaten, but probably like not enough um, to sustain that whole day, but it's hard to eat and move cause you're going to get sick, you know? So when class was over, I was like, I need to go sit inside an entire pizza and eat the whole thing. But that didn't happen. I ended up getting ravioli from Pompilio's down the street because the beginning of that, I was vegetarian and Oreo girl. And then I got an entire thing of garlic bread. Anyway, I ate myself sick. It was great. Passed out with like a full carb belly. Then woke up at 1030 in my kitchen eating chips like ah. Ty eating her own fucking hand with dirt teeth. I was like, yeah. what? Is happening. I'm like, oh my God, I'm still <laughs> fucking hungry. I woke myself up to go eat. Okay, this is oh a problem. <laughs> yeah, so there's my yellow jacket tie in, but I was like, I, I used to wake myself up sleep eating every once in a while, but this was like, <laughs> like dirt teeth. Oh I was God. like, yeah, I'm gonna get this bag of chips. What do you think? Almond flour. But. What other qualities do you think you're gonna like? appropriate from that tv show i slept sleep eight long before yellow jackets but it's been a long time but i'm guessing my body was just depleted and exhausted and probably needed water more than anything but <laughs> chips wow. explain part of my ignorance what is fast yoga <laughs> that feels like just meaning like it was call and response so i was like mountain crescent moon crescent moon waterfall forward fold half back foot down plank knees down elbows down hands down baby cobra big cobra down cobra so every time i would say anything they would respond and we were well trained cobra very good cobra i'm like Thank cobra Woods. You. so i thought you were about to say very good joke i was already complimenting myself based on your joke and my response it's a call and response that's what we do here you call no. and respond hilariously yeah, things have gotten so wild so quickly and this was a show that already was just like absolutely bonkers insane this last episode, there's one more, right? Yeah. Because we just watched the ninth. Yeah. Ah, tell me your thoughts. I didn't love season nine. I didn't love episode nine. Tell me why. I don't want to watch them tripping their balls off on mushrooms, and I didn't want Melanie Linsky to kill that guy, and I didn't want her husband to him? not be a dick, and, like, it's all weird, and I'm not, I, did, I didn't like it, and I, something bad's going to happen to Misty, and she deserves it, but she's so sad and lonely, and she has a bird, and a lady she's holding hostage, like... <laughs> You know, it's just, and Juliette Lewis is looking worse and worse and worse, right? I mean, she looks fucking <laughs> terrible. And she wrote on Twitter the other day and she was like, oh, I guess I'm ready to talk about it if you guys want to. I was like, maybe not. Maybe not Twitter for you. Maybe maybe just go back to bed. Like, ready don't to do talk that. about what? Just Yellow Jackets. Oh. She hasn't yeah, been she's Yeah, she hasn't been active on Twitter in ages. So she resurfaced towards the end of the season. And most people met that with just joy um, and I'm not sure. judgment. <laughs> not judgment, just like she sounded. Oh, abject horror. <laughs> small. You know what I mean? Just like and the tweet, internet. You can pick your voice. The internet can be hilarious. It can also eat you alive. You know, I, you don't yeah. think anybody on there is talking about how thin she is or her Scientology or, you know what I mean? Just like enjoy the fame from, in my opinion, yeah. as ruler of no one. <laughs> I just don't want 
I mean, Melanie Linsky's getting nothing but love, I think. She's just getting... She's a treasure. She is. Hugs and kisses all over. I just... I worry for a little Juliette Lewis, but... That's fair. Christina Ricci will fuck a motherfucker up. I don't have any worries about her. <laughs> no, no, she's not actually playing Missy. Bitch. She just stumbled onto set and just was herself. For whatever reason, usually, like, Missy's the type of person in most shows that I would immediately have endless amount of empathy for. I am struggling to find that with her. I feel like she's entirely culpable because she is. And even though she is these, oh, I'm sad, and here's the origin of my sadness, absolutely no feelings of empathy for her at all. It's wild for me. Usually you put a woman on the screen, and I'm just like, she deserves the world. She killed 27 people, and they all deserved it. With Misty, I'm like, bitch. She destroyed the black box. She <laughs> made the island all about herself. Does she, she remind you of anyone? them. <laughs> Oh, no. If I am trapped in the wilderness for more than a week, it is Suicide City. I will not be part of that any longer. <laughs> Emma, it's like on Station Eleven. I know. I've only watched two episodes. <gasps> well, I won't ruin anything for you by telling you who, but in both of my shows last week, someone got mauled by a coyote or wolf. I was like, God damn. God. <laughs> what about when the Jesus girl took the plane and her bear burst into flames before the plane blew up? I know. So, like... Is this just like the mystical element or is this just what trauma is doing to these people's brains? Yeah, I don't know. I like to think it's mystical because I don't have to I, think as hard. What's up with Lottie? Like it's something Western medicine diagnosed as a mental illness that required medication, right? Right. And <laughs> agreed. Put that shit back in the bottle. Put the genie <laughs> back in the bottle. I think it could be comorbid. She could have like actual mental illness inclinations and then also be clairvoyant. But I am glad that, cause like they've been leaving a lot of clues that Lottie is going to be the grandmaster stag supreme or whatever. And she finally wears that ensemble this episode. And we're like, okay, bad. Cause like they've been leaving a fucking clue. So if I had to wait three years for this, I wouldn't have been pissed, but I would not have been pleased. I would not wish her well. And she would be the person I was thinking of in active yoga or whatever. And I too, <laughs> like that kid would be like, she deserves nothing from me. Nothing. <laughs> The hate I know, and she's heart. like holding onto that tree log and she's like, we'll be eating soon. I'm like, Wah! I know she's getting terrifying. Yeah. But oh. also at the same time, like shrooms on a traumatic brain is not a happy experience. I mean, I was never going to anyway, but now I know I'm never going to. Also, <laughs> Van gets mauled by a wolf coyote monster or whatever. <laughs> then they try and burn her alive when she's already escaped from a fire. Like, come the fuck on. <laughs> no. God, point, fire like, guys. Any anger that girl has within her is so justified. <laughs> oh, and by the way, her wound that where you could see her teeth has healed to a nice little lipstick. What? Well, so and that could just be the shrooms. That the could have been the shrooms. We do not know what she actually looks like. But we probably. do. They took it's it off. Probably. It, while she was on shrooms. Well, I'll tell you, so it was on we shrooms. We are not on shrooms. We saw what it looked like. <laughs> okay, but she was still vibrating at a frequency that. Before this episode, only Lottie could see. I think you're being too generous. <laughs> then they try and gang rape is, Travis. Poor Travis. Yeah, I know. That and then rough. she tries to slice him. Melanie well, Ritzky like, wants to kill. I mean, Jack, poor Jackie. Like, yeah, she's being like sort of high school evil, but they're being like full on evil right now. <laughs> and I feel like that supersedes any sort of mischief that Jackie's getting up to. I think it's just cup, high school mischief coupled with not really being helpful in a wilderness survival situation <laughs> does not make Jackie a likable character. And yet oh. somehow she's in my top three. <laughs> Nor a person you're <laughs> going to keep alive for very long because she's not being helpful. She took something that didn't belong to her. <laughs> I know. 
But then <laughs> you just said it belong to you, but we're gonna fuck the shit out of him. He's it's ours. like it doesn't belong to you. It belongs to young Juliet Lewis. But now it belongs to all of us, and we're gonna kill him. I don't think sh- I don't think Lottie on Shrooms ever thought that it belonged to like, young Juliet Lewis. I think that was a mislead. I think she was saying that he's ours, <laughs> or maybe just hers. I don't know. I Either don't know. way, it was. Fucked I feel up. like Whatever we're close to a murder. <laughs> yeah, we're close. to We an committed a murder. murder. <laughs> no, in like the past murder. I do appreciate that no one's safe because like there is this. Well, you know they survive. So some of these situations with like Travis, for instance, you're like, well, you know he makes it out of this. Right. So the suspense isn't as real. And the present day, I guess I sort of assume that most of them would still be safe, even in the wake of Travis's hanging, whether that was suicide or not. But then she fucking stabs this dude, and he's just gone. Mm-hmm. And I'm really nervous that he is going to still turn out to be Javi. I think he is Javi, yeah. That's my most depressing theory. (laughs) Which tracks for Yellow Jackets. I feel like if your theory's sad, it's correct. I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I don't know, but then the flashes of, like, when Melanie Linsky, whatever her character's name is, was killing him, and then you're like, who is she flashing back to who she killed? Is she killing her baby? And, like, what the hell's happening? And her daughter can't be the baby because it's 20 years later. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's not 20. Nope. Well, so her daughter becomes the first White Walker. Remember show. that part from the show? <laughs> I think that it's all connected. You just need to read. Look at my fucking corkboard. There's yarn that will point out the directions in which your brain needs to follow. <laughs> F you and your mom and your sister. <laughs> and your... <laughs> well, I hope they can sustain this sort of energy for another four seasons. I wonder if we'll meet any other survivors at the high school reunion next week. Yes, oh, I think we hit. will. There have been some some uh, hints on Vulture about like mm. that it's going to be a really satisfying finale. That's exciting. I can't <laughs> fucking wait. Yeah, I know. This felt like a little bit of a dip where I was like, right? Hey, some mysteries got solved, but I don't feel satisfied. And then we killed a guy very quickly without getting any information unnecessarily, maybe. Who might turn out to be Javi, which would be devastating. I don't think Here's the thing. I love I plot not. lines that just involve a lot of drugs, and I don't know why. But this episode hit for me. <laughs> it was five out of five shrooms. Five out of five. Five shrooms. out of five. I took some before we started. I hope that's okay. Did we see what happened with Misty and the coach after he screamed to the heavens that he was gay? Like, she didn't hurt him, did she? Or we don't know. We no. didn't see him hurt. I don't think Misty would. Well, I actually don't know what that is. I don't know. What version of Misty are you thinking? (laughs) I don't know. Whoever that young chick is, she is acting her ass off. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, all the young girls are great, but I 100% believe that chick. And if I saw her on the street, I would cross it. (laughs) I would be like, no. Oh, I did see a nice little meme that said, like, 2020 and 2021 were Joffrey and 2022 is Ewan McGregor. Not Ewan McGregor. Ewan Rohan. The guy who filleted everybody. What was his name? Oh, Jesus. Gross. I prefer Ewan McGregor. Can we bring him back? <laughs> no, Ewan Rohan. Uh, did... Bolton, right? Ramsey yes, Bolton. Ramsey Bolton. Good for you. Yeah. It would have been even better if I'd remembered his name. Uh, <laughs> we got there. Uh, why? That doesn't... Uh, this is a love and light podcast, is it not? <laughs> Sometimes. We're laughing. We're bringing laughter onto the planet. <laughs> If it comes well, with you, a little bit of biting sarcasm, so be it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? 2022 for me is all about catching vibes and not catching COVID. So. I got a vibe. <laughs> I mean, are you testing every day? Because if not, then you have no idea if you've caught COVID. I'm testing fairly frequently, yeah. Are you? Yeah, like every five days. Where are you getting all these home tests from? 
I will not put my aunt under the bus. (laughs) Yeah, I know. We had an employee who thought that we were making the test, like at-home tests were homemade tests, and he refused to take them. I can't with you. Let's not. We'll move on. We'll move on. All right. Um, I binged Stay Close this weekend, which is on Netflix, and it's Kush Jumbo, which is a terrible name for a beautiful woman who was in The Good Fight and The Good Wife. So it's like, I don't know, eight Kush episodes. Jumbo? That's Kush, her given name? Yeah. She's British, gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Um, and she's really good on The Good Fight and The Good Wife. And she just left that a couple years ago. And she just did a female version of Hamlet in London. She's British. So this is like a middle class black family in England. They're, she's been with her man for like 16 years. And she has three teenage kids. They're about to get married. Um, seems like she's just living a nice life. And then all of a sudden her past comes back to haunt her. Um, and it is the first episode's tough and the last episode's tough. The rest of it is a <laughs> roller coaster ride where I'm like literally yelling out of my apartment. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm like, drive faster. I'm like, oh my God, kill him. Um, so it's like a murder mystery. It's, it's, did you guys watch clickbait? I can't remember. I know that I've made no. people watch it. So it's like, yes, it's a murder mystery. <laughs> But at every episode, you're like, wait a minute, is it Emma? Wait, what does Nick have to do with this? What the oh, fuck is that about? When would I have um, the time? And then I'm when the killer so is often. revealed, you never would have thought of it, but you're like, good fucking call. Love it. That's Makes fine. sense. It's really well acted. So clickbait was sort of like the Adrian Grenier. Grenier. Grenarnia. It was Grenarnia. And it was kind of written by <laughs> Lifetime Hallmark Hall of Fame people. Mm-hmm. This is written by like, the last crew of Downton Abbey kind of people. Like it's just smart and it makes sense and the acting's really good. And then it goes off the rails for a little bit, but it was a roller coaster ride. I thought it was super fun. Stay close on Netflix. Is it like broad churchy? No, no, it's like clickbait. Are you listening? Let me tell you again. (laughs) Well, I've never seen clickbait. I've seen broad church. Explain it to me and Olivia Coleman. Which one of her many roles is it? Broad church, but not as depressing. Okay, bad. That so it's did, like interesting. Yeah. There are dead people. Yes, also you, 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 it could be a many, many number of people. But it has like the action pacedness of like a Lupin or something like it moves. Or a yes. Homeland. I only season watched the first season of Homeland. That's yeah, the only one you first season. That's yeah. the only one you fucking need it, bitch. And now when I see that guy, I just want to punch him in the face. I hate that guy. <laughs> the redhead guy? Yes. Yeah. He's on something, right? Oh, billions. I yeah. never watched that. Shrooms. They're all, everyone's on shrooms. We just have to accept it. That's why the world's so crazy right now. Did you watch anything else besides your B-list, C-list sitcoms of other times? <laughs> wow, Julie, what a welcoming intro. I also watched Dash and Lily, which is so oh, fucking cute. Yeah, have we watched it, it last year when it came out. No, I did it. We did Oh, not. it's adorable. <laughs> I love it. It was so precious. And it has been canceled, so there's no season two, but I think it really works as like a standalone miniseries type thing because it's just like a long movie. It's very precious. And as the actress who is in um, Sex Lives of College Girls as a lesbian, so we know she is range. She can do hetero <laughs> and homo. Oh, what yeah, else, she's so cute. can't she do? <laughs> very precious. And there's gay stuff. Oh, my God. And the gay, I felt like this was a very accurate representation of a gay man who was like very selfish and self centered. <laughs> And that very much resonated with me specifically. I don't know why. There's more than one gay guy, right? Like his best friend is gay. No, he's not. Boomer's not gay. Oh, because at the end of? he's like hooking up with Fiona, whatever her name is. Oh, oh yeah, Sophia. It's Sophia. And holding I was hands. close. <laughs> I guess we could say hooking. Up. 
that's third base in my post quarantine <laughs> assessment of human interaction. For me, that's a home run. We're married at this point. But there's a bookstore, right? And they're like exchanging the yeah. strand. That's a real bookstore. It's a real place. It's like you've got TV's mail real. for the Gen Z set. And it's around the holidays and she's in like a vocal group. Yeah, it's real, real cute. Yeah, so she leaves a journal at the Strand uh, next to one of her favorite books or sandwiched between some of them. And Dash discovers it and there are all these dares and they have sort of like competing entries and they divulge their lives to each other. And then they finally meet and then there's just a lot that happens and it's all mostly good. And the final episode I was shouting... And he's rotch, right? Like, doesn't he? He's super rotch, but super (laughs) rotch. But we learned that money for this little white boy doesn't buy a family. It could. (laughs) He didn't choose to. Choices. Well, that's a good one, especially over the holidays. It's cute. But I've been watching that. I've been watching some tennis, though the drama hasn't been on the court so much as with Novak fucking Djokovic. Dear God, have you been following the saga? Yes, send him back. You can't come into the country if you're not vaccinated. Why are the rules different for you? I have no strong feelings. Let (laughs) me set the stage here real quick. So Novak Djokovic has long time been problematic, and his fans are always just like, you don't like him because he wins all the time. I was like, "Mm." there are many reasons. His family's bonkers. He doesn't act in good faith, but only in things that seem like, oh, hey, this will really help my PR. Somehow he has a PR team. I don't know what they're doing, but none of it's good. So Novak in 2020, held this Adria tour in Serbia. Full crowds, everyone was there. While the pandemic is obviously still raging, there are no vaccines. Then once there's the opportunity to get vaccine, he comes out as super anti-vax. Between that time, he's had all these like health influencers telling people fake news about, hey, instead of the vaccine, you can just like spread positivity in your water and that'll cure you. So just using his platform very dangerously. And then he gets into the country And this was a clusterfuck between, like, the Victoria government, the Australian government, and then Tennis Australia. But anyway, his lawyers leaked, hoping to help his case, that he tested positive for COVID on December 16th. And then on the 17th and 18th, he was at public events. Sorry, I'm getting so stressed. He was at public events with children, with adults, unmasked, surrounded by all these crowds. So I don't know what they were trying to do. And then his parents are complaining that he's in this refugee center where it's just absolute shit. So here's a dude who can leave the country and go back to a life of luxury instead of using his platform, even from a purely PR standpoint, to be like, hey, let me raise awareness from what other refugees go through. On average, refugees that are held in that same facility stay there for 700 days, not five days. And instead, he's just like, this is a victory for us. His dad keeps saying that he's Spartacus and that he's Jesus. And it's just so fucking messy. And yeah, he's allowed to play now, I guess. (laughs) A, B, C, D, E, F, U, Novak, joke a dick. (laughs) Yeah, so that's a nightmare. Um... Especially since Australia and Victoria in particular have had the longest lockdowns of, I think, anywhere else in the globe. And Where is that awesome prime minister to pick him up and throw him back? That's in New Zealand. Uh, well, get over there. It's right around the corner. <laughs> no, Jacinda Ardern's New Zealand. She would have shut this shit down. But yeah, it, the whole thing is just a clusterfuck nightmare. And it's just recklessly irresponsible and insane amounts of privilege and gross. And then you have Rafael Nadal. <laughs> he was sort of baited and someone was like, hey, do you feel bad for him? And I was like, um, I mean, he knew that to enter the country, you could get vaccinated and he chose not to get vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. And who am I to argue with scientists who study this? 
And I was like, go off, Nadal. So if you're looking for someone to root for, it's Nadal and Murray. And if you're looking for someone to get absolutely smashed by the crowds and booed off the stage, it's Novak Djokovic. He also went after Naomi Osaka when she took took herself out for mental health reasons the and then layers. had a fucking conniption fit on the court and threw his little racket like a little bitch. <laughs> so the layers, so the all the grand slams came together to make the fact that Naomi Osaka didn't do press is banning her from potentially ever taking hold. But now they're just like, well, if Novak Djokovic doesn't want to get vaccinated during a pandemic, he can play wherever. A, B, C, D, E, F, U. Love and Light podcast. I'm sorry. (laughs) Anyway, but we had some great winners. Rafael Nadal won a title in the first week. Ash Barty did. Simona Halep did. She's back on top. Amanda Anasimova, whose dad died in 2019, has (laughs) resurged. She's a great American player. So who's also been outspoken against um, the NRA. So we like her. So there's some good. There's some good there. It's close to being over. How much longer are we going to work? What are we doing? (laughs) I mean, seriously. At this point, you just go to a grocery store, take whatever you want, take your mask off, punch someone in the face, and just fucking go for it. Just go for it. Well, we did flatten the curve vertically. We did it, Joe. (laughs) Sorry. You leave Kamala alone. <laughs> fucking trying. I know. Fucking so have we gotten you to watch Station Eleven yet? Let's look at my last little. I did. I have watched, um, I think, three to four episodes. Um, but yeah, it is good. The first episode was a lot to take in. And this is coming from someone who watched Squid Game thrice. And still, it was just, just because like we're in a pandemic, and this one just killed very quickly, and then it was just 99% of, of the people... Yeah, almost instantaneously. So that was a bummer. Um, And then, yeah, having them be a traveling arts troupe in the post-apocalyptic world is a unique vantage, and I am in for it. Um, But I do also like the action of, like, pandemic world. So it is a bummer that that ended so quickly. We do get flashbacks. Oh, it's so good. I I had a full-on panic attack while watching the first episode. Right when the plane went down, as Emma spoke, called someone to say, am I real? Is this real? Am I alive? Am I still here? <laughs> so for normally, that would like shut me down for good. But I'm like, no, I'm going back. I am just mesmerized. I'm haunted. I think it's just a dystopian fairy tale. I, I just love it. And then I also had to scream F you at one of our good friends who told me that the lead girl is the fucking girl from the goddamn Kristen Stewart. Yeah, what happened there? to Kristen Stewart? Where'd she go? <laughs> Who cares? I knew this Where's Aubrey Plaza? Did she make it? But this is the girl she shouldn't have ended up with. I hate know. her. She's so good in this show. Oh my God, everyone's so good. But you know how like the third episode they really featured Miranda's story? Yeah. Oh, episodes eight and nine. God, there's only one left. Can't wait. So I went and bought the book, went to Half Price Books, found it, super excited. First of and all, then, don't shout out anyone unless we're getting sponsored by that. Oh, right. please sponsor us at Half Price Books. <laughs> so I was house sitting and dog a sitting fucking for- fucking soup kitchen? Where's the money? No. The dog I know, and then a strange dog, and there was a gerbil, and blah, blah, blah. So everything's just a little disheveled. Like, when you're not sleeping in your own house, everything's a little disheveled. So I was where doing was laundry. Where was this gerbil? I missed something. I'm sorry. In a cage, there was a gerbil. The no, but like, where were you that there was a gerbil? Was it Richard Gere's house? Yes, and he put it up his bunghole. No, this is there a is. gerbil named Gus who wears clothes and goes on a leash. Like, it's crazy. So I was doing laundry, and I was like, oh, I want to bring my book downstairs so I can read it downstairs, and blah, 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 blah. 
So then I get sidetracked. I start doing a bunch of other stuff. And I'm like, where the hell is my book? Like, I want to read this book. I'm so excited. So I go downstairs to change the laundry. Yeah, I washed it. So I put it oh, in with no. the clothes. I just lifted everything out of the laundry basket and put it in the washing machine. I didn't so know I you washed, washed it. it. I thought you lost it. No, I washed it. <laughs> and then I was like, it's really not. I mean, it's dead. Like, the book is over. I can't read it. But I was like, the damage isn't that bad. Did the washer, I cleaned the filter. So then I dried it, and there were 150 pieces of wadded up paper in the dryer. Oh, I was no. like, bring it. So then I write to the library, like, let me get in line. And I'm like, number 16. Emma's like, I'm going to pick it up tomorrow. I'm number one on the list. <laughs> number one. I just nice, baby. But I do think I've made the right decision in watching the show first because everyone says it veers off from the book a lot. So I just can't wait. If you haven't watched it and you can handle it for some reason, I don't know why. A pandemic dystopia, maybe because it's worse than this one. Um, it's worse is and there's really another settling. side. I like being on the other side and not being chased by zombies. Do you like that? I couldn't Fair. stay with The Walking Dead because it was kind of like this roving band of community. But there's just always zombies and you're always going to lose. So that was hard for me. But I feel like with this, it's like they're just rebuilding the world in these tiny little pockets. Yes. And the world building that they do is so beautiful. And like Yellow Jackets, you're going back and forth from year one to year 20. And what did you do the first hundred? And there are all these people who are post-pans and pre, like we're pre-pans, right? Mm -hmm. So we were born pre-pandemic. And then all these babies that are being born are post-pans. And they're just like, oh, pre-pans just don't understand this at all. We're like, oh my God, we're pre-pans. <laughs> But it is lush and smart and beautiful and gorgeous and sad and awful. And I'm grateful to have watched it. And I hope the finale is great this week. I'm really excited for then it to be over and Yellow Jackets to be over. And then I'll just find something know. new. <laughs> I'm not watching Superstore. I'll tell you that. Hey. <laughs> How many episodes did you watch it? How many episodes? Because it Probably took me four. Okay. You have to give it at least 70. That feels fair. Look, I tried to watch Buffy like four times. I just think we have different tastes when it comes to something. Did you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah, also like five. And I love Andre Brower. And I just, I just couldn't get there. Hey, here's the same thing. I watched the first four or five episodes several different occasions across years. And then I finally knuckled down <laughs> and I watched the six. And I was in. Watch it. Um, did you guys know that the Golden Globes were yesterday? yesterday? <laughs> I usually did want to air them. Or yeah. okay. them. Well, don't look them up, Nick. It looks like you're looking them up because I want to yeah, make yeah. a quiz and see what okay. you guys think. <laughs> All right, bet. Because I was like, wait, what happened? The Golden Globes were yesterday. Not only did they not televise them, they didn't even announce it. Is it because we don't like, is it the Hollywood Press? Is that who does Yes, yes. So we hate that. So dramatic motion picture winner. Any guesses? I didn't put the, the categories down for this one. Do you have the nominees? I just said I didn't put those down <laughs> for this category, but I did for the other ones. Sorry. Why can't you listen? <laughs> what movie? Hold and hold, please. Just hold on. God. All right. The nominees are Dune, Belfast, King Richard, Coda, and The Power of the Dog. The only one I saw was Coda, and it was not great. Um, I only heard Power of the Dog, so I'm going to go with that one. I'm saying Emma? Belfast. The winner is Power of the Dog. No one cares. Okay. <laughs> what was Power of the Dog? It's the Benedict Cumbersnatch, Cumbersnatch. one. Mm. Directed by Jane Campion. It's on Netflix. It's supposed <laughs> to be very good, but very slow. All right. Best picture, musical or comedy? Tick, tick, boom. Licorice Pizza. Cyrano. Don't look up. West Side Story. Probably Licorice Pizza. Don't look up. 
You're both wrong. West Side Story. Ah, <laughs> oh, brutal. <laughs> Best actor in a drama, Benedict Cumbersnatch, Mahershala <laughs> Ali, Javier Bardem from Being the Ricardos, Will Smith from King Richard, and Denzel mm. Washington from Something Something Macbeth. Mm. I have to say Will Smith. Yeah, just Will because Smith. Serena Williams. Ding, ding, ding. Hey. Nice work. Still have to Best drama TV series, Lupin, The oh, Morning really? Show. Pose, Squid Game, and Succession. Damn. <gasps> probably oh, Succession. They probably gave to Succession, didn't they? Ding, 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 Succession. <laughs> <laughs> Actress in a drama motion picture. Wouldn't it be great if the actual show went this fast? <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Kidman from Being the Ricardos. Jessica Chastain from Tammy Faye. Lady Gaga, House of Gucci. <laughs> Olivia Colman, The Lost Daughter. Or Kristen Stewart from Spencer. And also that terrible lesbian movie from last year. Ooh. I'm going to say Olivia Coleman just because I love her. I'm going to go Nicole Kidman. Ding, ding, ding. Nicole Kidman. Emma's nice. the Damn, nice. Honestly, her Nick. face got good? way less scary as you watched the movie. Did her. you like it? How was <laughs> it? I did like it. Yeah, I thought it was good. They they were talking both about her communist uh, allegations and her putting her pregnancy in the show. And I felt like they really did the communist story front to back. And then they kind of left the pregnancy handlet, uh, hanging and then... They like did a postscript of when she and uh, Desi got divorced, but mm. that was like six years after the entire action of the movie, which was only over like a few days, so it felt unnecessary. And but I thought the acting was great. I liked I liked them both in it, and yeah, her That's face great. did not freak me out. <laughs> I highly recommend. Hey. <laughs> it is rough. It is Sorkin writing. Like I just I'm a sucker for Sorkin writing. Oh, I love when we Sorkin. It's <laughs> what I call a walk-in. A walk and talk. A walk and talk, yeah. We just did a complete circle. <laughs> All right. Actress in a drama TV series, Christine Baranski for The Good Fight, Uzo oh. Aduba in Treatment, Elizabeth Moss, The Handmaid's Tale, MJ Rodriguez for Pose, or Jennifer Anderson in The Morning Show? Mm, Christine Baranski? I'm going to say, ooh, I really want it to be MJ, so I'm going to say MJ. Ding, 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 Jen- MJ Is Rodriguez. It? Ah, yay. First trans actress to win in the category. Ah, good for her. Um, I'm just skipping around ones that they think we'll care about. <laughs> I mean, do you really care about supporting actress in a motion picture musical? Because it's the lady from West Side Story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I don't. Okay, actor in a drama TV series, Lee Jung Jai from Squid Game. Can you believe? Is that the old guy? No, that's a young guy. This is okay. the lead actor. Brian Cox from Succession, Jeremy Strong from Succession, Omar Sy from Lupin, or Billy Porter for Pose. Ooh. What's the first Succession one? I'm just going to go with the first. Brian Cox or Jeremy Strong. Jeremy Strong is the one they wrote that article about that everyone hates him, that he's a method actor. Mm. Okay, then the one before him. Emma? I don't know. I want to be Omar Sy, so let's go with him. Jeremy Strong from Secession. Oh, I was so close. See, they're going to give one trans person of color an award and give the rest to Succession. So they can't, everyone's going to be like... Mm. Actress in a Muni series, Jessica Chastain, Scenes from a Marriage. Margaret Qualley from Made. No. Elizabeth Olsen, WandaVision. Kate Winslet, Mayor of Easttown. Or Cynthia Erivo, Genius Aretha. Kate Winslet. Ooh, Kate, yeah. You better fucking believe it's Kate goddamn Winslet. <laughs> Jesus hey. <laughs> All right. Supporting actor in a series. Kieran Culkin from Succession. There it is. Brett Goldstein from Lasso. <laughs> you know who that is? Yeah. Uh, 
fucking what's can't, his name? Yeah, I can't think of Roy Kent. Roy Kent. He's there. He's there. He's <laughs> every, every fucking way. Roy Kent. <laughs> yes. uh, Mark Duplass from the morning show, Billy Crudup from the morning show, or Oh Young Sue from Squid Game. Oh, is that the old dude? Yeah. I'm gonna go with him. Back old scene. The answer is the gentleman from Squid Game at 77. Actress in a musical group or comedy. Gene Smart from Hacks. Issa Rae from Insecure. Tracy Ellis Ross from Blackish. Elle Fanning from The Great or Hannah Einbinder from Hacks. Ooh, is it Issa? Probably Gene Smart. Not Issa, but I'm going to go with Issa. What'd you say? I'm going to say Gene Smart. Gene Smart is correct. Musical or comedy? Two black people. (laughs) That would be absurd. It's the HFPA. Musical or comedy TV series, Ted Lasso, Reservation Dogs, Only Murders in the Building, Hacks, or The Great? What was the first one? Ted Lasso? I'm going to say Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah, probably Ted Lasso. Hacks. Ha- wow. Oh, I need to finish Reservation Dogs. That was- yeah, me too. I don't know what happened. I was really into it, and I fell off. Well, good job, you guys. Good job. <laughs> I think those are the only categories we care about. Hey, I think I won. Encanto won uh, Best Animated, and it's really fun. Oh, cute. Is it cute? Yes. We don't talk about Bruno. I'm not really sure what happened, but I don't really care. The songs are super cute. Like, it doesn't really make sense, but. Mm -hmm. That's all right. Sort of. So, good job. I sprang that on you. When I saw it today, I was like, well, I know they did. If I didn't know the Golden Globes happened, they probably didn't either. Emma, this is going to be an extra long episode. Are we going to be okay? We're going to be okay. Okay, good. I have 30 tweets, (laughs) but I can cut a couple. We've been off for three weeks. That's fair. Just because you guys took time off doesn't mean I did. But I did get rid of all the Christmas holiday tweets today and got it down to this many. (laughs) I'm so excited. All right. Are you still okay to do one or two or should we just skip it? Okay, so I think we should do one or two for each 10-tweet block and then have the final three go against those. Are you going to keep track of that? Sure. Okay, we'll just go for it. Want to just go for it? Let's just go Let's for just it. Let's just go for it. We'll still do one and two for, like, each 10. Uh, you're in charge. I got gotcha. I get the tweets. You do whatever you want. <laughs> Sarcasm only writes, listen, I'm a nice person, so if I'm a bitch to you, you need to ask yourself why. <laughs> That's fun. Jesse Case writes, I have the memory mattress. Start again. Jesse Case <laughs> writes, I have the memory mattress and the gravity blanket. Once I acquire the time pillow and the duvet of truth, I can do the summoning. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely number two. That was so fucking funny. <laughs> the Thanos so, of comfort. It's me. I'm all poor. right. You're in charge. Justin O'Donnell extra. If you go to the dog shelter to get a new dog, everyone thinks you're a hero. But go to the women's shelter for a new girl and everyone loses their minds. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, one or two people. I think I have to go with one. The memory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Emma, you up for the summoning or are you going to go pick up a chick from the shelter? I'm going to stick with the summoning for political All right. Yikes. Goddamn. <laughs> Kevin Christie said, the CDC is saying it's fine with both hateration and holleration in this dancery. <laughs> in this dancery, don't get it from. Oh, uh, was that during the time front. when, uh, <laughs> was that during the time where they like reduced it to five days and everyone yes. was like, the CDC just like, don't yes. care. <laughs> All right. So that's an old one. Obviously we're staying with the great summoning. Oh my God. I'm just giving <laughs> con- Julie. Julie, it's fine. Back. 
We just have to keep moving. There's so okay. many of them. Okay, cool. I'm still going to go with... Uh, the pillow. summoning. The summoning, yeah. Emma, you too? Yeah. <laughs> Looks like I did keep one holiday tweet from the Volatile Mermaid. How fitting would it be if this year, when the ball drops, it just bursts into flames? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Too fitting. <laughs> too fitting. The summoning. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a couple from Solomon, but here's just one now. Solomon Giorgio, the CDC recommends eating a full meal before bottoming. <laughs> <laughs> Bottoming's hard. It's hard out here. You wouldn't know. I can sim- I, I, I don't. I, 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 I just, so we're staying I, with the pillow? Summoning, yes. The pillow, yeah. <laughs> Ashley Nicole Black, who is effing hysterical. So there's a show on HBO Max, anyway. She says, love life is really good, not mine. Obviously, I'm talking about the HBO Max show and not my love life. The show exists. This tweet got off track. <laughs> <laughs> the summoning? summoning. Yeah. Steve Hofstetter said, when someone I'm dating says they like everything about me, it hurts because that means they haven't been paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it hurts. I think that one actually (laughs) usurps the summoning for me. Wow. (laughs) Um, Here are all my Elizabeth uh, Holmes tweets (laughs) just for my own pleasure. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Two-parter. Rico Brown says, caller ID isn't enough for me. I need to know why you're calling. <laughs> and Alexandra Aaron packs up with, I would pay an extra $6.99 a month for caller justification. <laughs> nice. Good. Um, are you still with the summoning? I, yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm collecting my top three to five as we go. Okay, heard. <laughs> okay, well, then I don't think there's 30, but here we go. <laughs> Megan Ruth Friend says, naps hit different when you're using them to avoid being alive. <laughs> Yikes. I just don't know how to nap. Okay, so my winner from this section is, um, the they don't know enough or, about me. Oh, okay. Has, yeah. <laughs> Those uh, yeah. are both good. I don't, yeah, I don't know. The summoning and they haven't been paying attention are tied for me right now. I don't think I can choose in the moment. And they might be the two best <laughs> overall. <laughs> Ashley Ray, Kate Windless Bape says, Controversial opinion, but I don't think the queer eyes, queer guys should give straight men more confidence. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great point. (laughs) So that's one. Uh, Home Halfway said, Vin Diesel eats two meals a day. Number one, breakfast. Number two, (laughs) breakfurious. I've laughed at that tweet like 300 times. It has 225,000 likes. I don't know why it's so fucking funny, but it is so fucking funny. Break fast, break your uh. Well, it's definitely in the top three. Yeah, and probably right. is that number one. Break furious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got the volatile mermaid again. This is a multi-part one. Uh, Madison Cawthorn sounds like the name they would give an SVU character based on Tucker Carlson. Oh, God. And she wrote also Chattington Bradcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> and they said his, oh my God, his real name isn't even Madison. It's David. And they said, he goes by Madison because he wants to sound more like one of the kids who bullied Brendan Fraser in school ties for being Jewish. <laughs> oh God. Did you know you can see Matt Damon's penis in school ties? If you look at the mirror, I just found that out. Changed my life. <laughs> I'll send you, I'll send you pics. Please don't. Anyone's penis. Okay. Um, so what was the first one? Oh, break fast, break furious. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sarcasm only wrote 
I like your personality. And she said, thanks. It's a disorder. <laughs> oh, that's me. So I can't vote for it. <laughs> Break furious. We're staying with that. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Laura Blaze. Imagine you were a whale and you were breaking up with your whale girlfriend. Are you still laughing at it? <laughs> yeah, just imagine what? Vin Diesel getting mad at breakfast. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite. Well, I can't see you guys when I'm reading the tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Blaze writes, imagine you were a whale and you were breaking up with your whale girlfriend and humans recorded your conversation and put it on Spotify to fall asleep to. That would be so fucked up. <laughs> Did you know that there's a whale that has a song at a decibel of like 50 hertz or something that no other whales can hear? So he's alone. Aww. Good luck having a good night's sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's we're skipping all. one that's not funny. All right, we're still Vin Dieseling. <laughs> okay, hold on to your hats. Ellie Crimendahl says therapy isn't about being fixed, it's about being your therapist's favorite patient. <laughs> Yes, that, me. <laughs> Followed up by Sarah McHenry, my therapist, laughs at a joke I said, me to myself, this is great. I'm going to get a good grade in therapy. Something that is both normal to want and possible to achieve. <laughs> Vin Diesel or winning therapy? Vin Diesel. A plus in therapy. Although, I used to only go to therapy to impress people, and that's actually not a great way to <laughs> heal. <laughs> Little Pain 1000 writes, sometimes I talk to myself and we both cry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I think that. Damn. This is good. Emma, Vin Diesel, therapy, that one. We both cry and break furious are my top two right now. All right. (laughs) All right. This is take a break for a second. This is the one. I'm just going to fire these off. And then if you think of some great. Ruin a band name by changing just one letter. I'll start. Nine Inch Fails. Hen at Work. Eric Crafton. The Mangles. The Rolling Bones. Pickleback. The Moody Clues. Pink Flood. Cootie and the Blowfish. Florida George Wine. The Beagles. Rascal Slats. Crooks and Dunn. Queer. Meatload. The No-Go's. The Booby Brothers. Grand Fuck Railroad and John Cougar Menstrual Cramp. Oh, wait, that's more than one. <laughs> uh, if only I was actually listening to those and not furiously trying to figure one out for myself. Did you? No, all I got was No Pout. And oh, um, I, all I got was No Pout. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't get any, and I wrote those down weeks ago. So, <laughs> Spice Girls. Slice Girl. Now. That'll be homework for you. All right. (laughs) So Solomon Georgia is back. Some of you are making the end of the world a real downer. (laughs) How many are we at there? Nick, there aren't that many left. So, okay. Quote, are you ready to recover? Are you ready for recovery to uncover your truest self, help you find your genuine purpose and teach you how to live in harmony with others? Me, I wish I was a cat. No school, no work, but meow, 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 meow. (laughs) All right, this is number 10. Yeah, so my winner from that section was sometimes we both cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was. I think Break Fast, Break Furious got the biggest furious, laugh, though. Yeah, I think I laughed hard, but I left. Yeah, Break Furious is probably the top. And winning therapy. It's been a good couple of weeks for Twitter. <laughs> yes. 
Jared Goldstein wrote, for gay men today, the question is, can you have a niece and a career? And for a lot of us, the answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait until, if Emma so chooses, she has kids. And so I can just be a full-time uncle. Gunkle with the most. I hate the word gunkle. It's fair. It's a disgusting word. (laughs) Love it. Gunkle. No. Okay. Yeah, le gunk. Well. (laughs) Scandal. Saeed Jones wrote, a neighbor heard me, overheard me saying, I will not be bullied. I will not be harassed over and over again to my dog who was being rude. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we only have a couple left. Sorry. We'll do the final five, I guess. Sam Meyer wrote, this Christmas, remember, it's the thoughts that matter. (laughs) T-H-O-T-S. Hey. And our last one, Andrew Kaczynski, who is Team Beans' dad. Do you know who that is? I love him and I love Beans. He wrote, why does Harry Potter have to wear glasses in Harry Potter? They can re-grow arms overnight, but there's not a spell for minor eye corrections to nearsightedness. (laughs) Good one, dad. Yeah. (laughs) Good one, Team Beans' dad. Okay, so I think the final four are The Summoning. They're clearly not (laughs) listening to me. Break Fast, Break Furious. Both cry. That's correct. That's the top four. Yeah, and the winning therapy for me. Yeah. Yeah, those were great, right? uh Yeah. I mean, of course, I had to weed through a thousand Marjorie Taylor (laughs) Greene. There should just be, like, the funny Twitter, right? And when you hit funny tweets, they never take you to Break Fast, Break Furious, which had 200,000 <laughs> tweets. It should be easy to find that. Oh, my God. But thank you for indulging me in the tweets of the month, basically. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. Take it to the runway. Runway. Take it to the runway. Runway. Come on, girl. Put your face in the walk. Head to toe. Let your whole body talk. Well, I like that one better. Now, let's get to the nitty-gritty. Did you watch RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14, the opener? I did. Did you? (laughs) (laughs) I did all my homework. Why are you scaring the children? (laughs) What do you mean? You're like, I did. They're not outside anymore. I'm safe for once. I tried to take the trash out earlier, and they were outside. I went back to bed. I can't deal with that kind of negativity. So you didn't take the trash out? No, but I tried. Ann Cutter's (laughs) going to be texting any minute now. She already knows. She's not pleased. <laughs> Although I put on a new shirt and she was just like, oh my God, is that a medium? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, you're looking spelt. I was like, thank you. How is your weight me- loss journey going? Well, so I discovered, I rediscovered sweets during the holiday and that is a hard switch to turn off. So I'm back Agreed. to where I was before the holiday, which is great. I'm just going to accept that. Because man, I was like shotgunning everything. Chocolates, cookies, expensive cookies, more expensive cookies. <laughs> There's a reason why my groceries last week has $400. I helped put them away, and there were, I believe, seven or eight packets of Milano's in the load. <laughs> yeah. Four for me, four for mom. So many cookies. But I did try these new uh, chocolate granola things with, like, ancient grains, whatever the fuck that means. And um, <laughs> I did not realize they had probiotics, so that was a difficult journey for me to discover. <laughs> I had a whole thing. Shat my brains out. Did you really? I don't think yeah. any of that shit's real. The probiotics, Julie, they were very real. <laughs> My guess is real. they just put like a laxative in there or something. Good one, Emma. <laughs> they might. Your gut health is so weak that probiotics are not supposed to give you diarrhea. They're supposed to like strengthen your gut health. Well, I think if you have them based on the serving recommendations. And there's just no way there's that many in a cookie. That's granola. 
<laughs> there was Olestra in the late 90s and the early aughts. Yeah. We would put in like potato chips and you'd be like, these are delicious. I'll be, I need to be alone for three hours. Goodbye. <laughs> One you can't rock. gain weight because you can't hold on to it. <laughs> okay. So we did a split season premiere. Yes. Much like season six and another season. What do we think about this? Great. Okay. One more answer. Loving that. <laughs> I loved it. I love getting to know everybody more. I thought this episode was super exciting and fun. I, I'm kind of excited, which I'm shocked at. Same. Weirdly, I am super pumped. Well, I'm pumped. I'm into it. I'm like rocking a semi. <laughs> so who did you like? I don't have like. So I think, okay. So cornbread, the snack today is clearly winter material right there. So it's really her game to lose at this moment. But I do love Willow Pill. Hate the way RuPaul says it. Oh my God. Because <laughs> of the baby talk? Willow Pill. <laughs> And then when Willow is coming over, she was like, so tell me about your chronic illness. It's like, oh, my God. RuPaul. I didn't really want any of them to go. I can see why they sent Orion's story, but I kind of wanted everybody to stay. Same. I was actually super bummed when Orion left. Yeah. June Jambalaya had one of the worst entrance looks in the history of the world. I, what do you think about Willow Pill's entrance look? Hilarious. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was so funny. Yes. Yeah. It was very subversive, and when drag is just like, they all sort of blend together because it's just like, I bought this outfit, I bought this outfit from the same pool of five designers, and then Willow was just like, hey. <laughs> I know, and then Cornbread's like ripping on her shoes the whole time. I don't know if you noticed, Alyssa Hunter is wearing gym shoes. She has on gym, like high top Allbirds or something. Yeah, and, but June Jubilee, I don't know where she thought her tits were, but they're not there. <laughs> this outfit doesn't fit at all. <laughs> But she is very sweet, and I like that. Oh, also, my God. Her face is fucking beautiful, but this is the worst outfit I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, so it was... Um, I mean, is this gender fuck? Like, I don't know what this is. No. It's, it's not fuck. a woman's shape. It's not a, a man's shape. <laughs> but Cornbread said she's a label whore, but I think that's where Even if it doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, this it's is somebody's poochy. poochy jumpsuit, but this is her <laughs> wrestling singlet that looks terrible. <laughs> Right? Yeah. And I love her. I'm super rooting for her. I think she's <laughs> sweet and fun. But I don't know if you guys have noticed, as you're not as old as I am, but at some point, everybody starts to look like somebody else. You're like, wait, is this Silky Nutmeg Ganache? I know. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, was that Scarlett O'Hara? And, or not Scarlett O'Hara, Scarlett Harlot. <laughs> Scarlett, what was her name? The one who's like, am I the drama? Uh, <laughs> Carrie Colby, gorgeous. Did you see all the nonsense with Gia Gunn? Shut up. No. No, what Gia Gunn said? Oh, she said, I'm so glad to see there's a trans woman on a real, an, a real season um, for the first time. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Kylie was on season two. Monica Beverly Hills. All these people. And then someone defended her and they were like, she meant not on a um, all-star All season. And Got Mick wrote like, so I guess I was on a so fake like, season. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Gia there is this like disclusion of trans men a lot. I don't know, but there is a lot of forgetfulness when it comes to trans men. Uh, I know, but, but why Colby, is Gia always trying to snatch like she's, she's some an fucking? Idiot. She's an idiot. I know she is because she, in the beginning of the pandemic, was like, "This is not that big of a deal." Yeah, yeah, Gia is stupid. Um, Carrie Colby is stunning. I did not love stunning. her entrance look, but maybe it was the. Uh, the little straps on the side. Yeah, I don't know what that was. It was trying it to be It was like fashion. a pinup doll thing. I wasn't into it. 
She still looks gorge. Her face is ridiculous. Yeah, no, she's stunning. Stunning. And I liked Bosco. She seems original, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do tend to love Seattle Queens. I love Jinx. I love Dela. I don't know anyone else because they've been on Drag Race. And <laughs> I do love Bosco. <laughs> Cute name, too. Oh, my gosh. And can we nominate Lizzo for Best Guest Judge ever, 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 ever? She's stunning. And when she's been on before, right? I know, but she was so fun. And when they were, like, ripping on people, she's like, shut up. Do not rip on cornbread. She was hilarious. Her song was great. I'm sorry you're so white you can't understand anything. But shut up. No, her coming from Michelle was amazing. Also, cornbread's entrance look, phenom. Adorbs. Can we also talk about how tightly snatched Ross Matthews' faces after his weight loss. I know. That is some work. He's had like a full facelift, don't you think? He must mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Because he is taut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, talent-wise, um, yeah. Cornbread Doing was a the talent funniest. show was like not into it. I was. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. Okay, they should not have done the photo um, shoot where they're on that spinning house of death. Well, That's it is just, just like. fucking terrible and mean. <laughs> It is like Drag Race of old, though, yes. where they had these mini challenges. It was fun. It was cute. I liked that. Uh, but, like, making them jump in water and get on this thing, like, that, you know, I don't, none of that does anything for me. So I like <laughs> a good talent show. I thought that was great to see their talents. Orion was super embarrassing, and the fact that she didn't know she was going home after her stupid stroke, stroke back and forth, not, like, had a mental <laughs> stroke, is shocking, right? That was awful. Yeah. And then her drag eleganza with the three nipples... And then Lizzo just being like, you're making me uncomfortable. She's like, you just make me so uncomfortable. (laughs) Orion's makeup hits. I thought her entrance look was fun. Oh, yeah. She she made it herself. But the three tits we've seen before. And what's the point? UK, season one. But what's the point? Cheryl Holt. Not Cheryl Holt. Blue Hydrangea. What's the point? Don't know. I did love, so RuPaul, after consuming probably a lot of edibles, um, watched the iceberg sketch. I'm assuming, where they released their hyper EDM pop Fantasia and was like, you know what? I'm going to do that too. And then came out and just walked down to that music. Interesting. <laughs> I know. I watched it with our friend Heather and she's like, is RuPaul even attempting to lip sync? She's just walking. <laughs> <laughs> and then as a tall person myself, I would not want to be a foot taller than everyone else. I would feel like a gigantic gargantuan monster. <laughs> And the song was like Kylie from 10 years ago. I don't know. Yeah. First of all, Kylie from 10 years ago hit. That was amazing. Yes. Aphrodite. 10 years ago when she like came back with her like disco sound. That was last year. That was 20 years ago. Okay. Pardon fucking me. It's one long day. Are you wearing a blanket? Am I wearing a blanket? No. Am I sitting with a blanket on me? Yes. Am I also sitting on a heating pad? Also, yes. Will I ever be warm again? No. (laughs) I'm never be warm again. This freezing body. I have on all the clothes, people. I'm doing everything I can. I got the heat. I'm wearing a shirt. Hey. Fuck you and your mom. Uh, It really is the theme song. So what did you think about Carrie Colby's talent of jump roping and Nicki Minajing? So I went to an elementary school where we had a jump rope. So did we all, Nick. <laughs> Woo. It's interesting. If you would only let I me speak. I went to an elementary school. Um, where we had a jump rope team called the Rope and Rockets. So I'm aware of what good jump rope looks like. It was not that. Harsh. Harsh. 
Did you like Willow Pilt's talent? I did, yeah. Mostly because of uh, Ross Matthews just being so fucking confused the entire time. <laughs> but, I mean, first of all, they've got money this season. They bought the rights to Enya for 30 fucking seconds. Amazing. I thought it was super cute. That's yeah. so cute. That's I didn't get it, but I was, like, super into it. You know what I mean? Like, I, it did not make me bored. I got what happened at the end. But, like, when she went over to the meatballs and then just, like, started attacking them and yeah so so she said it was about her time in quarantine right and it felt like attempts at self-care that turned almost deadly where like drinking became alcoholism eating became overeating Ooh, alcoholism is that where you turn things into metal <laughs> that's not from the alchemy oh what's alcoholism all, alcoholism is when you <laughs> abide by lizzo's <laughs> like one of Felter said alkaline water put a lemon in it you know what it is now water <laughs> Well, I hope her vagina-smelling candle is selling like hotcakes. I'm sure her pH is correct when it comes to her <laughs> vaginal situation. Oh. She was somehow the best part of Iron Man. Oh, yeah, and when I dove into the MCU. <gasps> what? Why are, we, <laughs> why are we even talking about anything else? Yeah, so I'm on the Avengers right now. We're watching <gasps> it um, chronologically. Yeah, I just it watched hits. the Avengers Age of Ultron last night. <gasps> <laughs> How are my friends? I thought you were watching, uh, I, you're right. I thought you were watching Captain and Winter Soldier, but you were just watching Avengers. Uh, I was watching, uh, or no, I was watching uh, 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 Captain America. Yeah, I was watching Captain America and Winter Soldier. Right, where he's Falcon like running around. Okay. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> when we first meet Sam. <laughs> oh my God. Could you love Anthony Mackie anymore? No, you couldn't. No. Could you love Chris Evans anymore? Also, no. <laughs> Sebastian Stan? Nope, nope, nope. Chris Evansworth all day long. Tom Hiddle diddle, tell me all about it. <laughs> so you're feeling good about the MCU so far? What do you think? Yeah, so Iron Man 2 was difficult for me to get uh, through. Yeah, there's a couple of um, Yeah, where just when Elon Musk showed up, I was like, can't, won't, shan't, never again. Um, but no, Captain Marvel was super delightful. That's the second one. Captain America, the first Avenger or whatever. Is the CGI not so fucking amazing? Phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, who cares about CGI? But you're like, wait, is that Chris Evans? What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I didn't know who that I had to ask Nick it, who that actor was. was Chris Evans. He kind of looks familiar. <laughs> Iron Man 1 and 2 were a bit of a slog just because I'm super ambivalent about everyone who stars in it. Robert Downey Jr., couldn't care less. Gwyneth Paltrow, couldn't care less. John Favreau, couldn't care less. Um, Metal, couldn't care less. Um, so, but those were still good. And then Thor, <gasps> despite the fact that they fell in love in two seconds of screen time, Natalie Portman <laughs> and Chris Hemsworth was super fun stuff. But Thor 1 is terrible. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok is one of the five funniest movies of all times. It's Taika yeah. Waititi directed it. So wait, if you can make it through Thor, mm -hmm. you're going to die. But the second Thor... Whichever Thor Dark isn't world. Thor Ragnarok, yeah, not good. Yeah, I like because it was winners. more Loki time. I like and yeah. it was like we're starting to develop Loki as uh. like mischief, not evil, because he was uh. evil in Avengers. Oh, I love him so much. <laughs> and he, you haven't watched Loki, Loki yet, right? No, it <gasps> go so far. <laughs> You're so lucky. So I watched Loki and the Captain and the Winter Soldier before I watched anything. So I didn't really know anything about what was happening. You're gonna know everything. I know. I'm so excited. <laughs> Like, I can't stop watching. I watch one a night right now. <laughs> see? You can see. A lot of people who know me are like, what has happened? Why are you in the MCU? I'm like, I, I, I can't explain it. I just am in love with everybody, and it's I so can't help good. it. I love coming into a world that's so well built and already built out, so I can just, like, travel on through, check out the sites. 
and fast forward through some of the fighting if it gets boring because i really am there for the humor yeah well it's a great thing to watch like i can do dishes while i'm watching like yeah. i don't have to like pay attention the whole time i don't the endless fighting <laughs> is not why i'm there it is like no, the humor same. and the jokes and yeah. the jokes, character jokes, development jokes 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 <laughs> oh my god there's so much fun to come yeah I know. I'm glad, and that like they're introducing the new. I just met Wanda and oh, and Vision just came. Like, and I already I watched Jarvis, Wanda and now Vision. I love Vision. And I didn't know why, and now I know why. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Wanda and Vision! Oh. I'm just so excited. It's great. I mean, you're, I remember thinking like, why are all these high paid actors doing these fucking comic book movies? And now you're like, well, there's no options, and they're great. Uh-huh. A lot of them are great. Yeah. Idris Elba, it took me so long to realize that he was in Thor. <laughs> He's so good. Oh, you haven't seen Black Panther yet, right? No. Or you did? Oh, my nope. God. Black Panther, well, Ant-Man's watched... coming up. I did skip Guardians of the Galaxy because I saw the first one and I didn't see the second. I just wanted to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Thor Ragnarok is still so far away, and that doesn't <gasps> make any sense to me. And I want to get so there. good. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one is great. The second yeah, one's fun. And I watched it at one point. And I could go back, but I don't think it's necessary to like keep hanging out with these people that I've fallen in love with. Because it's just in the universe. It's not like the same characters. They are going to be in later movies. Oh, fine. That's why they're in order. <laughs> I think I did myself a disservice by, before going into the MCU, I had seen Thor Ragnarok. I had seen Captain America and the Winter Soldier. And I had seen Black Panther. And I think those are like objectively some of the best of all time within that MCU. So some of the stinkers are just like, okay, but it's still so fun and engaging. And I'm glad I'm past like the vast majority of Gwyneth Paltrow and Robert Downey Jr. And I when you get to liked Iron Man three, the best of the, yes, three the best heard. Mm-hmm. And when you get to infinity wars and Endgame, you will have wanted to have the knowledge of the stinkers. Like it just Fair. makes it more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Fair. Cause I think I saw Endgame in the theater maybe with some, no, I don't, I saw it and I didn't know anything. I saw it on a plane mm. oh, and wow. I was like, Oh, still super entertaining. But now that I'm it, professor MCU, so many things. Oh I'm my like, God. Oh my God. That makes sense. And that, Oh my God. No way. Did that just happen? Oh my God. And I had to track down the Hulk cause it's not on Disney plus, but I wanted to see Edward Norton. Like I was about oh, to watch I didn't the watch first that. Avengers and I was like, but I haven't met the, I can't meet fine Bruce Banner. I've never met him. I got to go meet him. <laughs> And Bruce Banner is Edward Norton. So I had to rent it on Amazon. Well, and you haven't seen Tom Holland in the Spider-Verse yet or the animated Spider-Verse. They are so good. I haven't seen the new one yet because I still won't go to a theater. Lord knows why. And Eternals comes out in like next week. I know. I can't fucking wait. (laughs) I don't care if it's terrible, but I don't think it is. I don't think it is. Camille Nacciani worked so hard on that goddamn body. I can't wait. <laughs> There's a million great people in it. I can't even think of who they are in the moment. But all I of the Game of Thrones wait. people are in Gemma it. Gemma Chan is in it. Oh my God, Rob Stark and John Stark. <laughs> <laughs> I can't work the rest of the week. I'm out. I got MCU and cheer. I just like this is why we're starting a Patreon because this is what I need to do full time. I cannot go save the world or do anything else. I just need to where we watch the MCU every day and talk about it. That's it. <laughs> yes. They're my favorite people. I didn't make any new friends in the pandemic except the people that at the MCU. <laughs> in the words of RuPaul winner winner chicken necklace <laughs> that was fucking hilarious so episode one has told us that cornbread is going to win hands down no one can compete but we've fallen for this before so and also if RuPaul fucking loves you you know it could be what she does for Willow yeah Willow pill Willow's the new crystal method so she's going to be in the top four cornbread is already the narrator of the season She's going to be top four. Although 
Who else? America. Monique Hart was the narrator of the season, and she didn't make it to the top four. So who knows? But Cornbread is, like, clearly in the top four. I know. But, you know, it all changes after you've been there for a couple weeks and, you know, your confidence gets shot or this happens or that happens. You know, who knows? But as of this episode, they definitely put Cornbread's best foot forward. And I'm in love with her, and I think she's super funny. And when she told everybody her talent was going to be competitive eating and everyone believed her, it was really (laughs) funny. Yeah. So we'll see you next week, and then the first cisgendered white guy will be there. Well, and isn't Cornbread trans, too? Like, there's been a lot of talk about Carrie Colby, but we have two trans women that are on here to cancel out the one straight and Maddie Morphosis. (laughs) Yeah. And he still said he was using drag as a a way to um, play around with his identity. Yeah, I as don't a mind person. that at all. So, <laughs> and next week, Alicia Keys. I thought next week was Jennifer Lopez. Wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> they showed the preview for next week, and Alicia Keys was behind the mirror. Is she okay? Bet. So for next week, I will be watching the season finale of Station Eleven on HBO Max, the finale of Yellow Jackets on Showtime, Cheer Season 2, because who knows what's up with those fucked up kids from that junior college. I'm sure we'll hear about the guy that we all liked just incarcerated. And then, (laughs) hopefully he's okay. (laughs) That's what I've got planned for this week. What about you guys? Well, since I finished all of my shows, um, I'm going to continue with Station Eleven. Obviously, Yellow Jackets. Probably going to watch New Girl for the 18th time. Oh, for sure. Um, then I don't know. I'm probably just going to pick Dash and Lily, look at Recommended, and give like each one three minutes <laughs> and then give up. So you want Would be my intentions. Things. Yeah, I want something cute, but also gay. <laughs> but like not too gay, just enough gay. I definitely have been like Station Eleven, couple episodes of New Girl. Yellow Jackets, Encantanto, um, you know, Encanto, excuse me, not Tonto. Um, Jesus. Just going back and forth between like dystopian nightmare to joyful, happy stuff. Going to watch the Australian Open, obviously. Boo! <laughs> yeah, I'll be booing him. Boycott. Well, I just, I'm already boycotting so much. I'm boycotting Wendy's. I'm boycotting Kellogg's. I'm boycotting Papa John's. What is left for me to love? <laughs> Not Djokovic. Well, not him. Av. I never liked him. I saw him in theaters. <laughs> Let's hope everybody had a good start to the year, even without us. And if you've especially had a good year without us, stop and think about your choices because they're incorrect. <laughs> well, my takes all over the place have taken us to the end of this extended podcast after a little break. Um, I miss these guys. I miss you guys. I hope we got to get a couple good laughs in. Uh, please check us out. It takes pot. You can check us out at our other podcast. Blurg, if you want to go through hilarious 30 rock. Um, we hope you have a great week. Let's have a great year. Everybody we will just keep laughing as we keep on keeping on. So thanks so much. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> so weird. Amazing. Takes all over the place is a project of Team Takes, a.k.a. Nick Cotter, Julie Sunderland, and Emma Cotter. With the invaluable sound editing help from Phil Cotter and Frank. (laughs) The awesome toenails on the wood floor from Frank. (laughs) We love you, Frank.